Ooh, this week on Two Data Mat Dudes, Marcus and I have an exclusive interview with Thunder Rosa as she talks about the upcoming Mission Pro Wrestling Locked and Loaded event, how you can watch it this Saturday, May 1st, and what to expect from the diverse range of women's talent on the card. She also talks about her AEW run so far, her long-standing feud with Britt Baker, her innate chemistry with Serena Deeb, and her aspirations to be her own Sherry Martell. She's also planning out Dave LaGreca's funeral, which will sure to draw the fans' attention this Saturday. All this and more on 2, 2, Who, 2, Dynamite Dudes with Attitude. Today's date is April 26, 2021, and I'm here with my brother, Marcus. Marcus, how are you doing today? You I'm doing great. Guest? Yeah, I'm doing great, Dom. We're welcoming a really special guest. You know, uh, I told you a few podcasts ago that uh, it's been a long time since the 90s when, uh, you know, the NWO was going crazy. That music would hit and I'd get really excited. Like my heart rate would pick up. I get super pumped up about who's coming out. And I haven't really felt that way. I still love wrestling, but I haven't felt that way until uh, recently on AEW when they brought our special guest out. Dominic, why don't you go ahead and, and announce her? We're happy to have with us here today uh, Thunder Rosa, who has Mission Pro Wrestling coming up this uh, May 1st, locked and loaded. R Thunder Rosa, thank you for joining us so much. And we mean that too. Like We've talked about you several times on our uh, Two Dynamite Dudes and uh express how much like you raise the stakes for us when we're watching the show so it's a pleasure to have you on today well thank you it means a lot um it's 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 so humbling when you're talking about it and you're just saying like i don't I haven't gotten excited since uh i'm in a long time when somebody's music comes out and then you send my music and i'm just like <laughs> oh, and I, I mean it too. I, Dominic hears me every single week. We always do a, an MVP at the end of our episode. And literally every time you're on, I'm like, she's the, MVP. She's the greatest wrestler I've ever seen. She's the MVP. <laughs> it, 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 you know, now that you guys start saying that even more, I want to I wanna work even harder to just be that legendary female wrestler for forever and ever and ever. Even when once I'm done uh, wrestling, I want to... I want to pull a Sherry Martell style managing. Like I will love that. It will be like the last thing I do before I retire from that. <laughs> the final tip of the cap. <laughs> no doubt about it. Um, so that's kind of awesome. And what I really liked about our first interview I did with you uh, when we promoted Mission Pro last time was you said like how much you're fired up and how motivated you are and and making that name for yourself but not just the women's wrestler but wrestling in general like just all encompassing and i think it's super cool that mission pro is just strictly women and you're getting to highlight all that um how has it been like over 2020 obviously with the pandemic and stuff balancing that promotion and being able to do all this other stuff from AEW to nwa i know like there's been some downtime but has it been stressful or challenging in a lot of ways at times it is and at times it's not. I mean, I definitely have a very strong team right now. Um, I found a very, 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 very good woman who had um, experience in Hollywood before and now she's living here in the in San Antonio. 
and um as she's she's our right hand we go for we go to her for everything and um definitely she's been helping us in another level that i don't think i would have been able to do it myself because i don't have time right now mm-hmm. and uh, her name is melanie by the way she runs our uh, photography and um she runs our show uh every tuesday uh along with another person but she's been like so helpful for us and also the um, the fans and and some of our sponsors have been doing a lot extra you know the and they just want to keep helping us and they want to keep helping uh the women grow so it's been a it's been a team effort definitely and that's what's cool about it too is like having that cohesiveness and be able to promote and put on a show like that that's like and sometimes even like during the pandemic it, it's, it's a lot to balance <laughs> so <laughs> very much so um i wanted to ask too you guys have quite the card there's a lot of uh talent that uh featured from the texas area but it's also like talent that uh viewers have probably seen on dark or elevation we like uh from let's see red velvet obviously is there as uh, she's in the main event against uh, la rosa negra and then we also have um who else is on there we got uh oh tesha price is on there um and then like some interesting ones too i thought was like holly deed and uh genocide i thought the very unique looks too um Talk about just getting that those those kind of talents in and and how they've uh, flourished not only in Mission Pro but in AAW as well. Um, I, I will talk about uh, well, Red Velvet. She's been she was in uh, in in AEW as an extra before she started working with us, and she mm-hmm. was part of our first show, and um, she's been working with us ever since then. Uh, she's been a key figure for our our show because we wanted to showcase people that were new, that were talented, that were hungry. And now she's signed an AEW, right? She's official and she continues to come and, and continues to support us. Um, one of the things that I will say about working with such an awesome company, which is AEW, is having been able to use some of the talent that doesn't necessarily come and do indie shows. And now um, they feel comfortable to come in a place into, which is Mission Pro Wrestling and performing in front of uh, our, our fans because they feel protected, they feel that we take care of them. And that's one of the, one of the most important things that we wanted to set for any women that step in, in the ring in Mission for Wrestling. And uh, that was for Red Velvet. For, for Genocide, um, it's been really good because we've been able to see her progression in the last uh, eight, nine months. And now, you know, she worked in AEW, she worked in NWA, and she continues to work for, for us. And uh, I, I have a lot of fun watching her grow and not only she's a great person in the ring and uh, outside of the ring, she's even a better person. And um, we're really happy that she's part of the um, Mission Pro Wrestling family. Uh, Holly Dad, which is my, my wife, I call her my wife. <laughs> um, she She's very interesting. I don't think people give her enough credit for what she does inside and outside of the ring. She's definitely a great commentator, a color commentator <laughs> she's for herself. And, um, and, and it's really, it's really cool to see when you find a good opponent for her, like genocide, this will be the second time they face each other, uh, that they can throw the house down. So, uh, we're very, very excited about this match. Yeah. And something I think a lot of people are excited about too, is you're going to mix it up a little bit here with Dave LaGreca, right? Is that what's going to happen here? Yes. Um, so I had, I cut a promo and I said that I was going to have, I was going to raise money for his funeral. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, fortunately, my PayPal is not working, so I can't even put it on eBay. So oh. <laughs> I might just do a GoFundMe just for the fun. Um, 
just because in the next three days, let's see how much money we raise. Right. If it's not for his funeral, will be for a good, a good cause. We'll figure it out what it is. Um, <laughs> but uh, yes, I we've been um, we've been funeral for a couple of weeks, and uh, he just keeps talking shit, you know. And uh, I'm not about to let a man like him who's famous and oh, he calls himself the draw, by the way. Like what? Saying, because of me. I sold these many tickets on the draw, whatever, oh man. My God. The draw, whatever. I brought me a Khalifa before. We sold the same amount of tickets. You can go and shove it, you know. <laughs> they want to see me beat your ass. That's the draw. That's it. That's it. And you know what? Wasn't he playing like both sides of the field? It wasn't he like playing with like saying, oh, I'm a Britt Baker fan, but I'm a Thunder Rosa fan too. Is that? Uh... Play with that. You're either a Britt Baker fan or you're a, a, a Thunder Rosa fan. You can't be the other. Yeah, I mean, definitely we're both very different women in the ring and we both have very different um, motives of why we wrestle. And um, well, now she's the number one contender. I could have been the number one contender, but you know, the lights out, that match didn't count. And although it was a great win for a lot of people and we made history, uh, it didn't count. So she is now the number one contender for the AEW Women's uh, Championship. And I have to like, eat that and be patient my time will come one day um and yeah but he cannot nope she's my arch enemy number one like i can't well let me speak for both marcus and i when we're from pittsburgh where brit's from and we're thunder rosa people so i mean <laughs> it's true right you say that now because you'd probably know that i will find your address I know, right? <laughs> yeah we know you've been training mma so <laughs> we're always my favorite every day i i shouldn't be I should do it more, but I'm so like you were asking me earlier. How do you balance? I don't know. Like I, I, I train four hours a day, and it's just MMA, and wow. it's not enough because it's not where I want to be yet for for a fight. So, but I train MMA as much as I can. Well, you know, uh, actually speaking about Brit, uh, I think it transitions well to one of the questions that I had. You know, it's it really comes through the screen, and it's really compelling television. Anytime one of you is talking about the other. Um, I just wanted to ask, what's it been like? What's your experience been like so far around Brit, around Rebel, Reba, whatever we're calling her? Um, and uh, how have you felt about how things have progressed in your feud? Um, well, it's been great, as you guys seen. Like, we had had really good matches. Uh, definitely the most evil people can be the most fun to work with. And um, Brit is one of them. Uh, she is a very smart woman. I always did it. Um, just like a, any heel or any um, villain that you know from, like, I, I, I call her the Joker. I'm the Batman. She's the Joker of my Batman. Um, <laughs> she's a very smart, calculated woman in the ring and outside of the ring. That's what it makes it even uh, more interesting when we get in the ring because she knows what she wants and she, she knows how to do it. So when you're with somebody like that, you have to be in, on your toes. And she knows that I'm, uh, I, have a, I have a lot of heart and it doesn't matter what she throws at me, tables, ladders and chairs, thumbtacks, whatever. I'm not giving up so easily. So she knows that forever and ever and ever we'll, we'll have epic battles until we die. 
that's what it lo- feels like too. I think Marcus and I, when we did that podcast after that match happened, I think we compared it to like Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels rivalry. Was that the one we used or Austin and the rock? One of the big ones. <laughs> so Ab- absolutely. And you know, kind of the grittiness of it, it, it had some real like early mankind undertaker kind of vibes as far as just like this gritty, like absolute brawl where two people are, are not just trying to win a match, but hurt each other. And uh, so it was, I mean, came right through the screen. You said it earlier and I, I want to just reiterate, like it was, it was history in the making. Uh, did you, did you feel at the time that you were doing it? Like when you walk back through the curtain where you like just made history? Yes. Oh yes. Even before it was, uh, there was a lot of uh, weight in our shoulders. Um, I felt like, I honestly felt like I was going into the cage again. Uh, it was like the same feeling, the same feeling. Um, although, you know, you, you, you know, other things, but it, it was like that feeling and where I had to call my husband for him to calm me down because I was very nervous. And I was, um, one of those moments in where I started doubting myself a couple, a couple hours before the show. And, um, and it couldn't, it couldn't be that way. I needed, I needed that pump. I needed, I needed my corner. I needed to have a corner with me, corner man. <laughs> uh, you know, but it was, it was very challenging because there's there was a lot of stuff that I have never done in my career. This is it was the first time that I ever like play with chairs that way that I ever play with a you know putting somebody on through through ladders or through thumbtacks or through any of that sort. And like I was very very nervous, but um, but I didn't know the amount of impact that I was because I knew we were gonna make history, but I didn't know how that was gonna impact women's wrestling in general. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I think we mentioned too, if there was a live crowd there, holy smokes, the stakes, like even more so would have been like just ultimate. And we, we mentioned that too, like it would have been like a top match on any top kind of card or event going on too, not just dynamite. So uh, it transcended a lot of levels, I think. So. Uh, and and I, even though like, so we didn't have a, a crowd, like the fact that people connected to it, mm-hmm. at home, it's even more, um, touching yeah you know because it's very hard to do that because you can have a dead match or or all you know any type of match and nobody will give a crap right. and it was this match and it was just everybody was fully invested and it was not only because there was a lot of blood and and there's it was very violent but it was the story that we told for months and um and like i said the the thing is when I'm faced with those feuds of that sort. I really invest myself emotionally because there is a lot that I feel that as, as a performer, um, people never gave me a chance. And when the chance is given and they're like, gonna, like gonna pushing me and pushing me and pushing me. And, and it is just funny because you take it so personal that people can feel it. And that's, and that's important. important part. Well, you know, I I, ask another, you oh, go ahead, Dominic. No, go ahead. It's okay. I was just going to say another feud that uh, really just has sucked both of myself and Dominic in uh, just some unbelievable matches is uh, obviously what you've been doing with Serena Deeb. You guys have had two of the best matches I think I've seen on AEW thus far. And Dominic and I were both there live for the uh, Cody Dustin match uh, in, in Las Vegas. And I'm, I still feel that way where I'm like that, those matches that, that you were having with Serena uh, again, uh, like Serena, she's such a technician and it felt like it, it felt like Bret Hart coming up against Shawn Michaels. Uh, and it, it, so after seeing the first one, I was just blown away. You guys had that second one. It was unbelievable. 
Um, I'm wondering, you know, if, for, if there is to be a third match between yourself and Serena, uh, ideally with the NWA title at stake, would you be thinking about a stipulation match or would you just want to do one-on-one singles competition? Well, I don't, I don't book the show, man. <laughs> yeah, well, if, if, if you had it your way. Uh, I would like stipulation match for sure. I had, I wrestled Serena one, two, three times. The second time was a 26 minute match. Not a lot of people watching, and I think they took it down. But um, oh. it, it, brutal! It was brutal. That's when I lost the championship uh, to her. And um, yeah, it has to be stipulation. Like um, it's just it will give it more um, kind of feel to the fire. I I feel that that is, there's still a lot more for me to like to tell and for me to do, especially for a championship match and just to to try to get the NWA title back. Um, I think there's still a lot in me in the tank and, um, um, I'm like getting to a level in where, um, I want to be challenged and I want to be wrestling the best all the time. I mean, I like to wrestle new, new talent and everything, and that's fun, but, uh, definitely have, I'm very laser focused on what I want in this couple of months. I wanted to ask you too, uh, you mentioned, um, like people are not like somewhat not giving you an opportunity to like show your creativity and stuff like do you find that chip on your and i always think of when that like a chip on your shoulder like tom brady gets or somebody like that do you find that really really motivates you a lot to like just keep exceeding and like you look at those times where maybe you got denied or something didn't pan out the way you wanted and you're like okay this is a motivator for me is that do you look at that in a lot of ways half of the roster is like younger than i am yeah you know well, it's just like Brady. Brady fucking worked harder than probably 99.9% of the people in the locker room mm-hmm. to set his job. And he showed everybody off. As simple and as basic as he was, he, he was effective. And that's what I keep wanting to show to the world. Like, it doesn't matter if I flip. It doesn't matter if I turn. It doesn't matter if I do like this cool dives and some just stuff. Like, at the end of the day, is the needy gritty, like wrestling, the, 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 Ground and pound and, and, and the violence that Thunder Rosa brings to the ring that makes me different from everybody else in the ring. Yeah, yeah your your corner drop kicks are the, some of the most devastating blows I, I remember seeing in pro wrestling. Every time I see it, I kind of cringe. I'm like, I, I can't look away though. It's it's <laughs> incredible. <laughs> yeah, you're not the first one that says that. I no, really yeah. <laughs> my opponent sometimes I'm just like, oh, you die. <laughs> <laughs> what um I just, I just wanted to return to Serena uh, for for one more second. What what do you think it is between the two of you that creates such incredible chemistry? Um, I have a lot of respect for her, like so much respect for her in every single aspect of uh, of professional wrestling. Um, she was one of the people that I look up to when I way before I started wrestling, and um, and the and the fact that I had an opportunity to step in the ring with her. I learned so much and everything every time I step in the ring with her I continue to learn so much because she like I said, like you said she's a technical wizard like she she can study you and know you by watching two three matches and that's it and she will like know you back and forth it's it's pretty crazy and um she's it, she's a pretty cool challenger to to wrestle because you you always can have a very different match very technical and if you're not technical, you better learn how to be technical because she's going to pull it out of you. 
you're going to get you. <laughs> you're going to get you. Uh, I wanted to ask, you mentioned too, like uh, you contacting your husband and stuff sometimes before a match. How big of a support system has he been uh, throughout your whole career when you're balancing not only wrestling, you know, full time, but doing MMA and then promoting wrestling shows and stuff like that? How's he been for you? He's everything. He's everything. Yeah, I, I could imagine. I could imagine. <laughs> it's good to have that balance too. That, that always helps. Um, what I wanted to ask too, uh, so uh, yeah, speaking of like with the Tom Brady attitude and stuff like that, is there a certain talent in Mission Pro that you kind of sense that in or notice that, hey, this girl's got some drive to her that I can see she's mm-hmm. going to go places. Is there a certain a couple talents even? One of the reasons why uh, we had La Rosa Negra mm-hmm. as the champion, as a, one of the first inaugural champions, it was between her and I think she's always Sky on uh, on WWE now mm-hmm. or uh, Lacey Ryan. Her yeah. name was Lacey Ryan. Yeah, um, they were two of the best uh, underlooked talent that I met for years and I knew for years. Um, by the time um, Zoe, we were thinking on Zoe. Zoe was like on her path to WWE, so uh, we were like the next one should be La Rosa Negra. I don't think La Rosa Negra gets enough respect. She's been wrestling for a long, long time. She's very, very talented and very hungry. Uh, she reminds me of, um, I'm a big Tina Turner fan. Yeah. She reminds me of that Tina Turner and where, you know, the color of her skin and her age, it's uh, something that has kept her from taking, you know, being taken to places. But when she has the right manager and the right people to believe in her, she can, you know, the, the world is an oyster and she can do whatever. So um, I'm hoping that um, we can find that that opportunity for her that is going to, you know, take her to the next level because she is such a talented woman, uh, mother, uh, trainer, and she has such great energy. And I think uh, she will be one of the ones that I will be like, if if she makes it, I'll be very, very happy for her. Um, but um, we seen, I remember the first time, another one I saw, Zoe's guy. No, Sky Blue, Sky Blue. There's so many oh. Zoe's and guys. And- yeah, right. <laughs> There's a lot of them. Sky Blue. Uh-huh. I saw her work. She wasn't been work. She hasn't been working for that long. Then I told my husband, she's gonna get signed pretty soon. She's 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 attractive. She's young. She's coachable. She seems coachable. I think uh, she's money. And we brought her to a show. And then uh, all of a sudden, um, you know, people started contacting her. Or like I was like, hey, are you interested in working in these places? And she's like, yeah. Then you know, um, she got the opportunity. She's been in NWA and uh, AEW. She did really, really well. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if she gets a tryout pretty soon. Uh, she, like I said, she's very young, very talented, and um, and she has like a really cool spirit. So I, I would like to see her succeed. And another one, let's see, there's so many. I could imagine. Yeah, even looking at that card, I'm like, wow, that's a great balance of like matchups there going you have for Locked and Loaded. That's what I do all the time. Like we're trying to find matchups that one never happened before. Mm-hmm. Two, that will, you know, every match, no matter if it's a five, six minute match, it will be a banger. And three, that the girls are ready to to bring another style of wrestling that not necessarily they do all the time. Um, uh, if you guys have watched our shows before, our, our, pretty, our shows are pretty, um, they're pretty entertaining from top to bottom. And, um, and we try to give them the best feedback possible. So if there was like anything it was like uh, lacking somewhere or something didn't work out. We make sure our agents sit down with them and give them feedback. 
for the next show. So if they're doing the same performance, they can enhance it and, and make it better. Because at the end of the day, what we want for them is to get an opportunity at a TV show or something bigger, not always to be, you know, wrestling in the Indies. Yeah, as, as much as we would love to have them there all the time, we want to create talent and we want to push them to, to another level. And, um, and we believe that Mission Pro Wrestling is not your typical um, promotion, women promotion. Like I said, we uh, ask a little bit more because it's run by women and uh, we want the women that are there to be successful. And, um, and like I said, we, we, every time, everything we have promised so far, we have, um, we have done it. And like I said, we try to, uh, to push our ladies to, to do their best and, and, and to excel in professional wrestling. Yeah. Oh, and it's, it's shining through. Like you see the talent on dark and elevation too, from there. I, I thought uh, it was cool too, that you had a match with Shauna Reed, one of uh, Dustin Rhodes's Academy people. Yeah. Uh, talk about that and how that experience was. And uh, Dustin's a pretty big uh, influence on the women's locker room in AEW, right? Yes, he, he is. I, I will say he's one of the few coaches that I have right now for professional wrestling. <laughs> he's my one of my coaches. Really? And, yes, 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 yes. And um, I really enjoy his class. Uh, he's very open. He treats us really, really well. Um, he's very supportive. He's very, um, he's a total different style of, of coaching that I am. I'm such a, sometimes I can be such a a-hole because I'm <laughs> like, do it like this. Um, but, um, but he's helped us tremendously. And, um, as a coach, like I, I can tell you my eyes fill with, uh, with tears when I can tell you before the match too, with Britt Baker, he came, he gave me a hug, he, he kissed my head and he said, you are the baddest bitch in this place. Go and kill it out there. You know what to do. And I was just like, because <laughs> <laughs> he's so tall. <laughs> <laughs> and um, when I knew I was going to work his student, I was actually really excited because I really love working with new talent or um, people that are not well-known because I love being able to, to one, make them feel comfortable in the ring and to uh, try to challenge them in a different way. Cause I, like I said, I work very, now I, I figure it out. Like I was, I had a match with Masha this weekend and I was like, let's go in the ring girl. Like, I'm just like at, at that point and where I don't want to go spots. Yeah. But with, with uh, Sean and I really want her to feel comfortable. Like it's number one, we come to a new place is you have to feel comfortable and you have to feel confident. Anytime you step in the room, no matter with who it is. And, um, it was a five minute match and I really do enjoy it. It was actually really, really, it was solid. It was solid. She looked really good. And I was like, those moments in where you are on top of me and I'm giving you my body, you know, shine, like really fire up. Like that's your moment. I will still for you. It doesn't matter. Absolutely. Really, it really feels like too, you know, it's, it seems like the kind of the earmark whenever it comes to a great pro wrestler is not only making history in the ring, which so far you have done, and I assume will continue to do, but also you elevate other talent, not just with Mission Pro Wrestling, but just by being in the ring with people, making making these young women better. We, you could literally see whenever you and Serena Deeb arrived on the scene in AEW, you could see the bar raise. And all of a sudden, it, I mean, they're pulling out all the stops and the women's wrestling is absolutely must watch on AEW now. Yeah, and that's what we need. That's what we need to uh, to develop the the young women's division that we still have. And it's gonna take a couple more months. It's gonna take a year. Who knows? Um, but it's, it's it's happening, and it's it's really nice to see that. It's really nice to see that people are actually watching the uh, the female segments 
now, like the last match, uh, Shida in uh, Tate County for the uh, title. Nidal. I was in, I was doing commentating um, in Spanish, and it was really nice to watch that. Even Shida, she showed another another side of her that I haven't seen in a while. She was so aggressive, still fired. Like I was like, hey, Shida, where are you in, man? Like I like this Shida. I want to wrestle this Shida. You know, and um, but that's that's what we need. We need to hold each other accountable, and we don't need to point fingers at each other like, "Oh, you suck! Oh, you suck!" No, it's like, let's, hey, girl, uh, let's. What well, you're struggling in? Okay, let's work on it. Let's do it. Let's let's make it work. Um, because there's nothing worse than uh, when something goes wrong. You're blaming your opponent, and you're this and that. I was like, no, I mean, you can't you can't do that. You just talk to them and be like, hey, man. Maybe we need to make simplify things. Maybe we need to practice before we do it. Maybe we shouldn't be doing this at all. Let's try something else that is gonna work. Um, it's always like that, and uh, that's the mentality I have now. I can't, unless I get dumped in my head, I can't get mad on my own. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it, it, the thing that we fans always hear is that you know part of your training, part of wrestlers' trainings, is uh, a lot of the guys will use the phrase, you know, leave the business better than you found it. Um, and it sounds like you're certainly on that track, not just from your personal standpoint, but just the legacy you're going to leave behind with some of these young women that you're helping to, uh, to propel, uh, you know, like obviously, uh, this lights out match. It was, it was considered like a highlight career moment. Uh, what, what do you feel is next? What's the next level for you? Uh, becoming the, the two-time NWA women's world champion and becoming an AEW women's champion. And then from there, you know, I just have to do a couple of TED talks on how to be successful. I want to do do a TED talk, then probably like, you know, get my master's degree uh, on business or on um, sports psychology. And um, Gary Martell, you got to do that too. Yes, I will tell you this is going to happen. I will become, mm -hmm. after wrestling, one of the best managers in the damn world because I love managing. I, there's I it's so fun. People don't know about me. People haven't seen me do. And managing was how I started. And she was one of the people that I used to look up to and like study. And I was just like, I'll just feed off my, my, whoever I was representing. And I, any, you, I mean, you guys can watch NWA right now. Melina and I, when we're like cutting promos on other people, we feed off each other so well. Um, and not a lot of people can do that. And putting somebody over that maybe doesn't have that much charisma or is like struggling with like, uh, finding themselves and you find them a really really good manager is money like regardless of what people say like that is so money oh managing i think it's it's so cool that uh, aw's brought that back into the mix so much and like because you you haven't seen managers like you know for a long time and it's refreshing to see them like you know balance with one another and uh have that kind of synergy almost you're aiming for um yes. you mentioned too we'll let you go with this uh you mentioned being like an mma and sports and everything like that i've seen I, I need to know, like, how are you? You're a Cleveland Browns fan, and then you're, are you also? Oh, you aren't? Okay. Because you were cheering them, right? During the playoffs, right? No, because uh, Brad was like, yeah, let's go, whatever. You know, I was just like, oh. Oh. he's a Steelers fan. Yes. Okay. So who is your know that? <laughs> not, no, I'm not. It, Holly, that is a Browns fan. She, like, loves the Browns. My husband well, what's your her. team then? Um, you know, I, I used to follow football a lot before the wrestling. So I used to watch the Bears. Okay. Yeah, that's like the very first uh, Super Bowl I watched. Um, when the Bears won the Super Bowl. Oh, there we go. Uh, <laughs> they lost, of course. Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah. And, and um, yeah, they were the, the only ones that I follow. But then um, after uh, I, when I was in the Bay Area, I used to go and watch the Raiders and and the, the 49ers. And then here we haven't had a chance to go and see the Texans or the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My my husband's like the cowgirls. He hates a cow. A cow oh well, but there's Marcus right there. Look. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. But yeah, I mean, I like football. I like watching football. I like enjoying. Uh, I I like sports. I my favorite is uh, baseball. To go and watch it. Yeah. I enjoy baseball. Oh yes, we do. What's your team for that? Um, the Ace. The Ace. I love the Ace. They're so sucky, but it was so much fun to watch them. We we had really good memories at the at the A stadium at the Coliseum. Well, I tell you, we're Pirates fans, so uh, we we feel your pain greatly. A lot of a lot of disappointment. Yes, tons tons of it. <laughs> so much, Rosa. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's been awesome. It really has been. Um, thank you. And uh, don't forget, guys, to uh, if you're not coming to San Antonio to see me and the rest of the girls kick ass, uh, you guys can go on TitleMatchNetwork.com and sign up. And you can watch our show live. Uh, it starts at 7.30 Central. Central, I think. Eastern and 4, uh, 5.30 Pacific. We'll be sure to put all that information up in the article. Yes. And, stuff. and okay. you can follow me at Thunderous Wind Sue at all my um, handles. And you can purchase my sold out merchandise right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that same thing for Mission Pro Wrestling. You guys can get more information or tickets at missionprowrestling.net. Awesome, cool. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Everybody says you're so mad.